the 28th of September, Boris Johnson committed to increasing the area of protected land in the UK to 30% by 2030. The announcement was made at a virtual UN event where the Prime Minister, alongside upwards of 60 other world leaders, signed up to a pledge to tackle the world's chronic loss of biodiversity. Sir David Attenborough also addressed the event, imploring world leaders to do more to protect our natural environment. But what does this 30% actually mean for us here in the UK? Katie Haler spoke to the RSPB's Global Conservation Director, Martin Harper. There's been a lot of debate and discussion about how much land or seed does nature need in order to flourish. And there's been all sorts of debates about whether uh, nature needs half of the planet or more. What this is really is a negotiated settlement that if we can provide 30% of our lands and seas to be well protected and well managed for nature, then that's going to give nature a fighting chance to be restored which is a few more percent than the current 26, which we're already protecting. Is that right? There are designated areas covering about 28% of the United Kingdom. Now, just because you're in a designated area doesn't mean necessarily the wildlife is flourishing. In fact, some of those designated areas are things like national parks or areas of outstanding national beauty. And actually, they're designated primarily for landscape interests or recreational interests. So if you look at the land that is primarily managed for nature, it's about 10 or 11 percent. And then if you look at the quality of that land and how it's being managed, measure, how wildlife's doing, then you get down to about 5%. So if you interpret the commitment in the way that I think the wildlife needs it to be interpreted, then we need a sixth-fold increase from getting from 5% to 30% in a decade. That's quite a lot of work. Yes, but it's absolutely needed if we're going to reverse the trends and declines of biodiversity. The United Kingdom is probably one of the most depleted countries in the world when it comes to nature. Uh, and 15% of the species that we've been able to record across all different species are actually at risk of extinction. And so it's right that the UK government is committing to try and restore nature in a generation. And the 30% target is really, really important. However, what's needed is to translate that commitment into domestic law, not just at Westminster, but across the four countries of the UK, and then put in place the policies and fundings to make sure wildlife is properly restored. Is protected land legally enforceable protection? Is that what you're talking about? That's a really good question. There's all sorts of typologies of protected areas and uh, the World Conservation Union comes up with five categories and the top category is the most strictly protected area. There can be no human activities. And most of our national parks are category five, and that allows all sorts of human activities. And sadly, wildlife inside our national parks and wildlife outside our national parks are doing just as badly. However, there are some designations which are really designed to protect and restore wildlife. And we've had European designations, so-called special areas of conservation, special protection areas, as well as national designations, such as sites of special scientific interest. And there's a lot of jargon there, but essentially they're the designations for wildlife. And they're the ones where actually there are very strong laws to oblige landowners and managers to look after their wildlife well. Sadly, they're not being looked after well, and they're not being properly enforced by the statutory authorities. Does protecting land necessarily stem 
biodiversity loss. Just because an area of land is in a designated area and on paper it's called protected doesn't necessarily mean that wildlife is going to flourish. A lot of our habitats have been lost over the last few decades. We're trying to improve the management of existing semi-natural habitats and also put back what we've lost. And that requires active management. So, for example, if you're wanting to restore wetlands to try and, for example, recover a threatened species like the bittern, which the RSPB has done over the last three decades, then what you need to do is put back more reed bed in different parts of the country, and that requires active management, and it's quite expensive. So as well as having the designated area, one needs to have the incentives to encourage landowners and managers to manage their land with wildlife in mind. You need to protect enough land in the right places, but presumably it needs to be connected so that wildlife that needs to move freely can actually do so. Absolutely. There was a really famous review conducted by Professor Sir John Lawton, and he talks about getting more, bigger, better and joined up protected areas. And his argument, which we completely support, is that that's how you're going to get the revival of nature in this country. It applies in the United Kingdom, in Australia, in Costa Rica and Colombia. Same principle. And that's why the commitment is so important, but it does need to be backed up with resources and real political determination. Martin Harper from the RSPB. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.